Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast dedicated to our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. Man, there was a bear there, all black and brown and covered in hair. everyone i'm kama and you can find me at oxford splice on twitter and today today i am joined by clotho hi i'm clotho and you can find me at clotho spindle on twitter and devin hey this is devin gd harpo on twitter um okay so we are going to be covering sansa 4 of a clash of kings if you are new to the podcast uh you should know we spoil everything books, show, and all. Um, and this this chapter definitely will discuss rape and rape attempts, so if those are triggers for you, you may want to skip this episode. Um, okay, so we open to the news that quite a lot of the surrounding area of King's Landing is on fire. Uh, if Tyrion hasn't burnt it, Stannis has. Uh so it sounds like Tyrion has been having the buildings on the waterfront uh, set on fire, I'm guessing, to keep Stannis and his men from the resources there. And Stannis, meanwhile, is doing the same thing to the Kingswood. Um, also, the word on the street is that he's burning quite a lot of things in the name of the Red God, um, in addition to it being an attack strategy. And it, there's smoke everywhere. And later on in the chapter, uh, Sansa reflects that it's so thick that it, it it's literally blocking out the moon and the stars. Oh. Um, people in California, maybe that's a trigger warning. I don't know. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> um, so Sansa is in the God's Wood with Sir Dantos, and uh, he's he's drunk, which seems to be a regular state of affairs. Um. And when he reveals that Stannis vows to burn the great sept of Baelor when he takes the city, she's totally on board with that in a way that I kind of (laughs) loved. That was good. Um, But she wants to get out. She wants to get out before the battle begins. Why can't they leave? And he's promising that a mutual friend of theirs um, will get them out by ship when the time is right. Um, she's, you know, for a 12 year old has a pretty, I thought fairly astute understanding of what the situation was. Yeah. Um, Dantos keeps promising her and he keeps referring to himself as her Florian that he will get them out. Um, I, I, she doesn't sound terribly confident in this whole deal and I, I, I can't say I blame her. Yeah, I mean, I wonder, almost wonder, like, s- some of what he's saying doesn't sound, I, I mean, he could, he could express it, wor- or he could say it worse. Like, I don't know, it sounds like something sounds sort of level-headed, but then the drunken part and the, you know, obviously the lechery and stuff is gross, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I wonder if it'd be any kind of more comforting if he was more coherent, but I don't know. I, I kind of agree with the, the longer they wait, the more... Uh, <laughs> Well, and he's, he's so handsy. He's groping yes. at her. He's drunk all the time. I mean, and he's like a, he's not a young man. He's 
middle-aged drunk, right? He's got to deal with fighting yeah. off along with everything and, else. And he has a lot of good information. It's just the way it's all being presented. Yeah. Just that is coming from him with him being drunk and everything. It's just, it leaves you very skeptical. Yeah, it, it also sounds like throughout the chapter, it sounds like she's kind of been sussing out her options. Like they're basically, I think she says at some point that they've, they're not as focused on her anymore. She doesn't have yeah. quite so many guards. Um, she's allowed to go anywhere as long as she doesn't leave the castle. So it's like she's clearly, it sounds like she's been thinking, like trying to figure out, is there a way out of here? Yeah, because it sounds like he does admit like she could find a way out. Like, I think she could get out of the castle, but yeah, getting out of the city will probably be difficult. Yeah, out but, of the city. Yeah. yeah, but she could definitely could have, with all that chaos going on. Well, and the fact that it sounds like, I mean, in addition, and then there's the smoke alone, I would think has got to be a, well, I mean, it wouldn't make yeah. her journey easier, but it would make, you know, potentially the confusion and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's easier if there's no visibility, you know, easier to run away. So she's also, um, there's a bit here and there's certainly more later, um, it sounds like she's dealing with what I would diagnose as post-traumatic stress disorder um, after the ordeal of the mob attack. Um, and we're getting it now from her POV. And she's been having these horrible nightmares and she's crying all the time. Um, and anyhow, she they, they part and she's climbing the tower and experiences what I believe George... Well, they could be just menstrual cramps. I'm assuming that's what they're meant to be. Um, and she almost falls off the tower. And the hound shows up and prevents that from happening. And then this, there's a lot in here for sand sand shippers. There's quite a lot, actually. <laughs> um, they have this, this long discussion. And he's like, her first reaction, I think, is to try to get the hell because I don't think she realizes right away that that's what, you know, he's the one who's grabbing her and she's trying to grab, get away. And then he gets angry that she's trying to get away from him um, because she was grateful enough when he he prevented her being raped. Um, but then we go into her memories of the attack and the gang rape attempt. And it's just it's, it's very hard reading. I, I gotta say. Um, and she, she forces herself to look at him because she's, she thinks as a lady, she owes it to him to, you know, perform the courtesy, so to speak. And it's interesting to me that she says the hardest part of looking at him is his eyes because they're so filled with anger. Um, it's, it's not that he's scarred. I don't think that's really what bothers her. It's, it's just that he's, you know, rage filled all the time and I, I can't say that I blame her yeah it's, it's a shame because it's like one person that could potentially like she doesn't have anybody and one person she could potentially like feel like oh you know save me once maybe she could trust but then it's just this ugh. and I mean you know she does is this I don't know if it was right after this part but she thinks about how she almost wishes that like uh was it that Dantos was a little angry <laughs> you know she thinks yes, she needs a little was more, was more like the ha <laughs> yeah like that that Finding that happy medium, like if the guy that was actually helping me to try to get out had a little more fire in him, like this guy, but not as much. <laughs> like blend just the two. a little bit more. And yeah, blend the two together, and Take we could we can make something happen. <laughs> so, 
So uh, I wanted to, this, this conversation is, I mean, there's, this has stayed with me, some of these passages, and I'm going to read to you, and I apologize now. <laughs> um, she tries to thank him. And, you know, because these two can never get there. They can never seem to be on the same page. Um, he tells her that killing is the sweetest thing there is. And he brings up Ned's execution in detail. And, like, she said, the passage goes, Sansa hugs, hugged herself, suddenly cold. Why are you always so hateful? I was thanking you. And he interrupts, just as if I were one of those true knights you love so well. Yes. What do you think a knight is for, girl? You think it's all taking favors from ladies and looking fine in gold plate? Knights are for killing. He laid the edge of his long sword against her neck, just under her ear. Sansa could feel the sharpness of the steel. I killed my first man at 12. I've lost count of how many I've killed since then. High lords with old names, fat rich men dressed in velvet, knights puffed up like bladders with their honors, and yes, women and children too. They're all meat, and I am the butcher. Let them have their lands and their gods and their gold. Let them have their sirs. Sander Clegane spat at her feet to show what he thought of that. So long as I have this, he said, lifting the sword from her throat. There is no man on earth I need fear. Except your brother, Sansa thought, but she had better sense than to say it aloud. He is a dog, just as he said, a half-wild, mean-tempered dog that bites any hand that tries to pet him, and yet will savage any man who tries to hurt his masters. It's so well-written. Yeah. It, it's so well-written. But why is San Santa thing? <laughs> I don't know. It kind of is, and I, I kind of feel fully it in this understand. chapter. Yeah, it's a, it's oh a, it is a, it's a stretch. Like I feel like I uh, like I understand. I don't, you know, but it's it's still like a oh, that age, the everything's a stretch. <laughs> the age difference is 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 like a huge problem for me because he's he's an old twenty something guy. It's not even like he's like a, you know, you know. There are people who are way younger for their age, and, and that's not him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like so, like just psychologically, like so aged. Physically, he's older, and psychologically, like just oh. Uh. Well, they're both just so damaged. Uh, it's... Yeah. And then he he gets. I mean, we start to get some of where he's coming from. Although, I, again, this girl nearly got ripped apart, raped by a mob that was literally like eating people um he should be i would think she's 12 yeah okay he was a man at 12 but come on and Um, and bringing up ned was kind of i was like bringing up him being in detail yeah that's that for me was like a line like i was like that's too much like anybody (sighs) would know you could be cruel without being that cruel. so i mean he's freaking out because of all the fire (laughs) like and and i totally understand that but at the same time He's got at least ten years on her, if not more. He should he should be an adult here, um, and he keeps ripping apart everything she brings up, and, and finally she just runs away. Um, and this is where she that part you are talking about, where she's want, wishing uh-huh. kind of like that. Sir Dantos was a little more had a little more teeth to him, um, but she also thinks to herself like there are gods. She told herself, and there are true knights too. All the stories can't be lies. So I don't know. 
we want to, is there anything else? Cause the next part of this is where we get into, um, George's understanding of <laughs> menstruation. <laughs> uh, well, I do like that. She has a thought that there are like that. All of the stories can't be false. Like that there are still true nights and like, just because like, it, you feel kind of in the earlier in the chapter when she's with Dantos that she's letting go of everything that she previously thought, um, even throughout her conversation with the Helm, but it was nice to see her still have that thought at the end of all that, that like the, it kind of in a, it'll, it will get better. Like there's mm-hmm. someone, something out there to save me in a way. Yeah, I think, I mean, it sounds like in her conversation with Dantos, it sounds like she's, she's struggling with a lot of the same things like that. The Helm is saying, like, you know, she has the same thoughts. Like when they're talking about the set uh, of Baylor, you know, she's like, if there were gods, really, would this has happened to us, you know? But it's like, I think she's just trying to hang on to something. Yeah. So part two of this chapter, <laughs> she's having an absolutely horrible nightmare where she's screaming for Ned and Lady and Bran and Rickon, who she she thinks are dead. And heroes for the story, and she dreams of a knife plunging into her stomach and tearing and tearing until she's just, like, in pieces. And she wakes up to her first period. Uh, I got some thoughts, but I'll hold on to those for a moment. So she, I think, immediately understands what all this means. So first she's trying to clean herself. And this is where we remember that they don't have indoor plumbing. So, you know, there's going to be blood and the maid's going to see this. And then she looks at the bed and sees the sheets. So her first response is to get a knife and try to cut out the stain once she can't clean it. And then she realizes they're going to wonder about that. So her next thought is, let's burn it. And it's also on the blankets. And then it seeped into the feather bed. So she's trying to, like, drag, basically, all of her bedding and burn it. Yeah, I'm picturing one of those giant, like, the things you'd see on, like, just the, you know, giant fireplaces you could step into. That's what I I hope. She had a big fireplace. Well, and I mean, I did know, like, she, she was, she took the oil from her lamp and used that. <laughs> she was, like, working at this, just sort of like a, okay. Um, and it takes, first the maid finds out what's going on, and eventually we learn that it takes three people to stop her. Which I think says a lot about her emotional and mental state at that point. And everyone knows... And they fix her up and clean her up. She's apparently destroyed some of her clothes, so they've got to find a dress that doesn't quite fit her. And luckily, she didn't try to burn her shoes, so she's told she's she won't have to go to the queen barefoot. Um, <laughs> sorry. And then they bring her before Cersei, who is exactly the type of person you would want to see after having... <laughs> This kind of biological thing happened to you. I mean, the la- next to Joffrey, the last person she would want to be seeing at this point. <laughs> Goodness. Um, and they have this 
this conversation. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm like, we, you know, when I was a kid, sex education was a thing. We saw the film strips. We got the little books. You know, we were prepared for it. But <laughs> this conversation, you know, you have with the, mo- the mother figure here. Gosh. And she's so salty about it. Like, when, I mean, okay, so she knows what Sansa was trying to do, right? Because she's acting, she's trying to put a play it off like, oh, did your mother never tell you? Like, she's just freaking out because she's scared about her fear. She has to know what's going on here, right, Cersei? I'm like, oh, God, she's so yeah. salty. <laughs> but, like, there's this whole level where they're actually playing this this discussion, like, like, you know, like, really, she's confused, and she thought it would be less messy. Yeah. And... and, like, some of the stuff that Cersei says, like, she's a hard person, but some of it she's, she wasn't 100% wrong about some of it in her own twisted way with her own twisted family, but... Well, I mean, the child part seems like it's accurate, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, and, I mean, some of it, like, she says... Um, Again, this chapter's so well written. Um, a woman's life is nine parts mess to one part magic. Yeah, that was funny. You'll that soon enough, and that the parts that look like magic often turn out to be messiest of all. That's a good line. Yeah, that's a really I think good. That's line. true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and then we get, you know, Sansa. Um, basically, you know, she acknowledges she understands this. Right, she's ready to marry Joffrey, and then. God, so I don't know. I and maybe we could talk about what we think Cersei's motivations are, because it it kind of reads like she is actually there's a part of her who's actually trying to give her advice. Yeah, it's weird. Like a, like some of it seemed like if you took the two characters completely out of the situation, that it could remotely be kind of sarcastically normal conversation. Like you know what I mean? It was there were some bits in there that weren't completely horrible. You know, to Sansa, like the you know. Well, like, like, I, I, like, I think what she's saying is like, you know, I got when she's sharing over sharing about her experiences with Robert, like, I, I guess there is on a certain level, she could be, ba- she's basically saying like, look, I know the situation isn't what you want. I've lived this. You may never love your husband, but you know, you'll have your kids, except it's all, there's so many <laughs> I think there's like different types of people like I don't know I just remember when I was pregnant there are people who would be like tell you all the gory details and like oh it's so awful this you know but then I had one friend who was like oh I never discussed that with people until they have to have their first kid because I don't want to scare you know what I mean so maybe Cersei's just one of those people that just likes to like I'm gonna open your eyes to the real horrors of the world kind of type person but um yeah it did kind of read like uh, like outside of their warped context, she was trying to give her some information. Uh, so, but but did she like, know at this point? You mean like she's like that colleague who's telling <laughs> the, the pre- woman pregnant for the first time about how the baby yes. came and they yeah, had yeah. time and she had her at the kitchen sink or whatever that? <laughs> yeah, like that. And then throwing in like, oh, my son's, I know he's shitty. I had to raise him. So you're, I feel bad for you having to deal with him because I know he's shitty. God. Oh yeah, the Joffrey's evil mother-in-law. So, law. so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh gosh. I mean, did at this point had were they already thinking about? I wonder replacing Sansa with. I'm trying well, to Marjorie isn't a thing at this point. Remember? Oh, okay, okay. Because I didn't. Yeah, know I mean, anything in the background I mean, of around, Cersei's head. Okay, yeah, I didn't know Cersei was already contemplating. Yeah. 
I don't know. It's <laughs> there's a lot here, and then we learn. And this part made me think of the women. I mean, I know there are babies that take forever to come. I totally do. But then there are those people who every time you hear the story about how long it took them to have the kid, it gets longer and longer and longer. It's, well, it, I think my first one was 28 and the second one was 26. So, yeah, I wasn't one oh, of okay. for hour. <laughs> some people, some people, it gets quicker every time. They're like, yeah, I had it in like three hours. <laughs> well, Jeffrey so, took yeah. a day and a half. Lord, that was and she's annoyed because Robert was off hunting, but she really didn't. It sounds like she didn't want Robert. She had Jamie, and that was all she wanted because you know there's nothing more romantic than having your twin brother who <laughs> impregnated you at your. Okay, uh, that, how does that look okay? Like I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like births. Most births, you might have your mom there, maybe. Maybe, like, a if you were really close with an aunt and a friend. Yeah, maybe. Like, your brother? Brother And Jamie, Jamie's insistence <laughs> on platonic. being in there. Like, that they wanted to keep him out. He's <laughs> basically like, well, who's gonna stop me? Like, was nobody just like, mm, just a little weird. <laughs> Especially if they were like, well, and this is the same world. woman who doesn't want him near her children after uh, they're born. Yeah, that is But this is okay. No yeah. one's gonna turn like raise an eye here yeah and you're all ramped up so you'd already be your worst you'd probably be freaked out worried as it is yeah that is odd i think that's got to be a weird george not making sense right there yeah <laughs> like so the conversation sort of like she hears this thing about um you you know you may never love him but you'll love his kids and sansa that's basically what she keeps saying because I don't know what else she could say at this mm. point. I mean, like, it's not the most convincing thing. I love Jeffrey. I'll always love him, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, what else is she going to say <laughs> <laughs> to his mother, you know? Um, and they mock, and she's mocked for having, you know, saying the same story over and over again. And then uh, Cersei tells her, you know, Robert wanted to be loved. And Tyrion is the same. And she asks if Sansa wants to be loved too. And Sansa says, well, everyone wants to be loved. And Sansa says, or I'm sorry, Cersei says, Sansa, permit me to share a bit of womanly wisdom with you on this very special day. <laughs> Love is poison, a sweet poison, yes, but it will kill you all the same. <laughs> oh, thing. Bravo, Cersei. Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> mother-in-law from hell yeah there's a lot going on here oh gosh the part where she said like about I almost felt a little bad for Cersei when she was talking about how like Robert would like want to be around like the babies the other babies he had and not his own baby because they cried because Joffrey cried when he picked him up oh gosh yeah, and it seemed like Cersei was bitter about that, but also, what would you expect? <laughs> They're not his. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like she's like, still bitter mean? about it, but yeah, she, she didn't want him to be close, but still made her mad. That kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, did we have any questions or mail or anything? Yes, we do. Um, we have our first is from Cardinal Girl 75 on Discord. Um, they say at the end of the chapter, Cersei tells Sansa that love is a poison, a sweet 
poison, yes, but it will kill you just the same. I know one of the debates in JB fandom is whether Cersei ever truly loved Jamie. What are your thoughts? And does Cersei saying that to Sansa have any impact on them? Also, even though it's widely accepted that the Valonqar prophecy was invented solely to drive Cersei to paranoia quickly because of the loss of the five-year gap, do you think there's anything prophetic about Cersei saying love is poison here? Mm. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Um, well, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I've... I'm trying to think if I've changed my mind about that. I, I think she just... I think she thinks she loves people, but she does I don't think she, she understands... I think something's wrong with her and she doesn't there's a narcissistic kind of I don't know if she fully understands what that means Maybe that's what that's I feel like you. it comes back to narc- like her narcissist- yeah. narcissism that's what yeah. I feel like it comes back to particularly with Jamie yeah. and by extension her kids on some level that like they're reflections of her in a way yeah. and so she loves them in that way but not for who they actually are Yeah. and the moment they step out of line yeah. she's Yes. Yeah, that would be it. Oh, yeah. I mean, she despises. I mean, most people, most normal people, want to be loved. That is not an unusual, like, yeah. uh, mental state or emotional need. Um, that Robert wants his children to, you know, wants yeah. to be around children who are affectionate to him. That is not an odd thing either. I mean, yeah, it's odd because she she views as of all the things to look down on him for to look down on him for that is kind of odd. And I mean, I think a lot of people, particularly men in a medieval society, would probably not want to be around when you're giving birth. Mm. And in fact, I would say, at least for Western civilization, that's a very unusual, I mean, it's only, what, in the past 40, 50 years that, you know, husbands being around or fathers being around in the delivery room is even a thing. I mean... Yeah, definitely wouldn't have been. Well, like, what, pre-1970, you know, they stood, they were in the waiting room. Weren't allowed to be near their wives when they were giving birth. Yeah, so it doesn't... Or their partners. It would have been a cultural norm in that world either, in their time in that world. And I can't imagine that pregnant Cersei (laughs) is a really pleasant person, but I could be wrong. (laughs) Maybe that's when she's at her best. Oh yeah, there are, I know there are some people what, that love what, it. Whatever rare, her best is, there's some people that love it. Oh my god! Um, we have one more piece of mail from Buck O'Hare on Discord. Um, how do you think a woman would write this chapter differently? <laughs> you want to start? <laughs> Gosh, Uh I think I don't know. I think George is so much on the shock value about how things that like I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't know if it's just his style of writing that if it's. I don't necessarily know that it's poor writing, but like he's just sometimes things are just like set, like that line. I feel like he just crosses that line sometimes with the characters. Maybe and maybe they're supposed to be that foul, and he's trying to get that reaction, but I was thinking more of his understanding of female biology yeah, but yeah, that would be a good <laughs> I mean like because everyone's different and all this stuff but it sounds like he's writing this more like she's waking up to like a horror movie yeah because he was like uh the comment that oh what was I was foolish to think that it was just coming flow like yeah like it sounded like a constant flow yeah like from what he was 
Like, mean, this seems like she bled out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that <laughs> like is somebody stabbed her in the like, stomach like she and she's was... bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not saying things can't get messy, totally, but, like... If she had had more time, she could have... And, and, and plumbing, like, you like if she'd been able to flush things and wash things down a sink, she could have hit it. So that's the thing. It's like, in that, you know... If she had maybe a fifteen minutes more and like more options for cleaning, or soap and some like <laughs> yeah. like something to scrub. I mean, it, it... yeah, she could have turned it over. She could have scrubbed it with some kind of soap and water. Turned the mattress. I mean, maybe eventually they would have found it, but she could have done some things quicker if she had had. I I also kind of I like they go between like they describe the north sometimes like it's this sort of very it's more rural. It's more, um, less, like, fancy and stuff. I mean, I would think she would know a lot more about this. Yeah. I mean, it granted not, like, discussed openly, but, I mean, it's sort of like people who grow up on a farm have a general sense of how, like, sex works. Yeah. Well, I mean, not factory farming, but, like, you know what I mean, like, you know. Yeah. But, I don't know. But he's he's describing this in a way like some of this like the cramps like I certainly have had them where you're doubled over in pain you know that kind of thing but it's just it's a lot. Um. Oh. Oh. Did we did we talk about that the I just thought about that the poison part. Did you think that mean that um. The, oh, the Valencar thing. I don't. Yeah. Know. Yeah. About whether them mentioning oh the it's a poison love is a poison. I don't. I didn't get. I, I was wondering, but then I, I guess I don't know. Yeah, I've never read anything into that line. Really. I've like never a, really, yeah. Yeah, like a turn of phrase that she used. Otherwise, I can't really think of anything that would lead to. Okay. And did we have anything else, or is that it? Um, yes, one more, not related to the chapter, uh, but a Tumblr Anon, they asked, do you plan to cover House of the Dragon? Sorry if you have answered this already. I'm behind on episodes. I know next to nothing about the setting and would love to have your astute commentary to listen to. Thanks for keeping the show going. I sincerely admire your commitment. Oh, that was sweet. <laughs> well, I think that's going to be a no, at least for most of our panel. Um, yeah, I'm not even sure. Yeah, I don't have any interest. Most of us are watching wa- it. Yeah, I don't have any interest in watching it. I just, I'm so. Just... And I think even if we did, I don't think we would enjoy it. So I don't think it would be enjoying for the fans to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> even if we like made the attempt, It'd it be wouldn't like a, be. A, I don't. I don't think our hearts would be like in it. Panning it. Like I think I'll try the first episode, and maybe I'll change my mind and be like, "Oh my god!" But it's not. It's a part of a lore I don't care about. There's nobody cast so far that I like follow. I mean, I forgot it was a thing. I thought I heard yeah, they canceled the other one. Yeah, I forget about it until I see something. Like when? It, when is it coming out? Is there a firm date on it? Or I think it's soon, like oh. this year, soon, like in the next few months, maybe. Because like I know there was a, like there's a trailer that plays on oh. HBO maybe regularly. Because that's when I remember. I'm like, oh, that is a thing. Oh, uh, okay. But yeah, so I think it's rather soon. Well, it, it looks like they're using Viserys's wig again. Like they oh. didn't. I don't know. It, it, like I said, I'll give it a shot, you know. But I, I kind of feel like it's also like it, it's not just the 
horribleness of how Game of Thrones ends. It's also the time. It almost feels like a... I mean, I know it hasn't been quite as long, but like the whole Avatar thing, like they're trying to bring that movie back and you're like, okay, why are they even bothering at this point? It's been so at long. At this point, yeah. <laughs> even, um, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, it starts in August. August 21st okay. is the first episode. Okay. Huh. I, it's just... Um, so far, everyone has been very unenthusiastic about it. I guess it's the kindest word. So I'm thinking we're a, we're a solid no. Yeah, and I'm wondering if it's... And that's another thing. Like, a lot of these... um, I don't know about... H, I'm trying to think if HBO's canceled. Has HBO canceled things a lot? Because I know Netflix and some of the other shows, they, they're getting canceled after one or two seasons on these streaming services. So it's like, I don't want to get invested in something that I have a feeling isn't going to get a lot of seasons. I don't know. Like, if I don't know what they're... I mean, I think they have done that. I think it's like any other, like, production company thing. I mean, like they have, yeah, there's a budget, and how are the numbers? And, like, in some cases, like, I don't think this is HBO. Like, I know Netflix has canceled things yeah. because they wanted, like, what was it? They canceled a whole mess of shows for, yeah. like, a couple years ago so they could retain the rights for Friends. Oh, jeez. Oh, which I, I think was a poor choice. I but, mean, made absolutely no sense. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> but this is what they do in the yeah. industry. They make these moves that you're like, what the hell were you thinking? So, yeah. But I like to also, like, not get too invested and then, like, I also like to watch, like, the stuff all at once. I don't want to wait anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that is hard. <laughs> all right. Well, if you would like to send us a message or question, you can do so at close the door and at gmail.com. Or you can send us a message at Tumblr, or I'm sorry, on Tumblr at close the door and come here.tumblr.com. You can also tweet us at door podcast. Uh, we also love reviews uh, wherever you listen to us Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, etc. And we also want to thank our Patreons. Um, help supporting this show and you can uh, join patreon at patreon.com slash close the door thank you to our panel and thank you for listening i'm closing the door get out